Hello, hello, hello. How are you, sir? Good, how are you? I'm better, thank you for asking. I greatly apologize. I know things have been a little tumultuous lately, and we appreciate your flexibility. Hey, man, no problem. You guys were flexible with me when I had that um, kind of emergency. Uh, we, so. we have no idea what you're talking about. Our fans have never heard of an emergency. <coughs> how are you doing, sir? I'm good, man. I just started to freak out yesterday as it got closer to the time. I was like, wait a minute. I don't think we ever discussed how we were getting connected. Who's calling who? Is it video? Is it audio? Like Yes, the, yes. Let's go with all that. It's a connection <laughs> through the space and time. <laughs> no, um, by fanatics, you guys already know. Um, my guest, whose name has not been said yet, or I don't know if my staff informed you. Um, fanatics, it is very, very important in 90 degree weather to hydrate. Um, your boy, AJ, did not hydrate and passed out. Ah. So, I want you guys to make sure you take care of yourselves, you know. Um, y'all know I push very hard to get you guys these great guests and these wonderful shows, but sometimes I, I gotta listen to my own body and, and not try to get four or five shows in a day. So, I apologize to my fans. I appreciate all the well wishes and the prayers. Um, oh, by the way. Um, phenomenal guest. You do know we're live, right? No, I didn't know we were live. We are live. <laughs> Tell them who you are, where you are, and what you do. Oh, man. Um, my name is Carlton Price. Um, I own Styles by Carlton. Uh, you know, I'm in Augusta slash Atlanta, Georgia. The, the long and short of it is I make custom clothing, custom shoes, um, jewelry, like you name it. If you can you can slogan, the price is right. Foremost, give them your social so we can get that out the way right now. Yeah, man, all social media, you can find me, no matter what it is, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, it's all at Dialed by Carlton. Okay, okay. Website, dialed by Carlton.com. 
Nice, nice. I like that. Straight into the point. Here's what I'm proposing. Because when my staff brought you, you to my attention, they were like, it's time to get merch. And Fanatics, I know you guys have been asking for it. I know. Okay? We are working on it. We want to get you guys merch that is quality. And guess what? We found somebody that's quality. <laughs> How'd that work? <laughs> I love where this is going. But what I want to do is this. I want to show off first. I'm sorry, you guys. Y'all know how I do. I got to do it. I got to check it before I can bring it to you. Okay? It's just me. I want to bring you the best. So I'm proposing a jacket. And I am a fan jacket. Okay. Um, you and I can hash like out the jacket, or you want a suit jacket? I do casual clothes. Well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking something I can do it as an everyday wear. Okay. That way, it will allow me to kind of advertise without advertising. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, again, you want more of a business look, business, business casual, or straight casual? Straight look? casual, straight casual. Somebody can just throw on. Okay. Right. You know, when I'm not on the air, somebody can just throw on and you know. I know it's going to be popping. Somebody's going to ask me about it. I'll be able to tell them about Mr. Price. <laughs> you know. Now, now you, have your, uh, you have your social media off the front of you where you can look at it. Where you can pull up my account. Not at the moment. Not at the moment. Um, Fanatics, if I'm being 100 with you guys like I always am, I'm um, currently sitting outside of a hospital. But um, Mr. Price was so nice to adjust himself, I couldn't let him go. I had to take care of this. So yeah, um, I, I can look it up a little bit later, but um, we'll get into all that. Let, let's back it up, because it's not about me, it never is. Let's talk about you for a second. Give me how Carlton got into fashion. That's a long story. Well, that's not really long That's story. all right. We got, we got nothing but time, baby. Yeah, man. So I, uh, you know, I got out of high school, and I was, uh, you know, trying to get into art school, um, couldn't afford the school I wanted to go to, which was SCAD down in Savannah. Um, got got kind of, you know, approved on a full financial aid to the one in Arizona. But because I had a job and I was going to pay for my truck and my insurance and all that stuff, they pretty much told me I wouldn't be a good fit there because they don't want anybody to really be working while they're going to school. So I never went to school. Um, started selling cars for a couple of years and then transitioned into retail. Uh, became a retail store manager um, across, you know, a lot of different companies, Circuit City before they closed, um, Walmart, Petco, Dick's, uh, Lady Factors, and uh, I ended up at Men's Warehouse as a consultant because, you know, I always loved to wear suits, and then I got into the big casual phase for a while and never had a suit, and then I went back into it, and I like to look nice. I always like to be the best-dressed guy in the room, and when I went to Men's Warehouse as a consultant, I just... I knew on like day three, because I had to walk away from being a manager. It just wasn't fulfilling. I enjoyed too much of the end user experience. Um, my vision was bigger than what a men's warehouse or any kind of box chain could really contain. And so that's where I stepped out in my own. On day three? No, I, I was there for about another 12 or 14 months. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that's some real faith if you stepped out on day three. That's some real faith right there. Well, I, I stepped out from being a manager. And I said, I'm not just going to apply for every job. I want to do, like, I need something that fulfills me. And I knew on day three I had chosen the right pathway. Okay. And then after it got to where, you know, the store normally opened at nine and closed 
opened at 10, closed at 9. I'm having to get there an hour, hour and a half early, stay an hour, an hour and a half late, and not even take a lunch because I had so many clients. Mm. Um, mm. And then I just, you know, Men's Warehouse, you know, none of those chains out there are selling you a true custom garment. They're taking some molds and chopping them down to make it fit you. Mm. Okay. Uh, I just believe that there's better quality for the money. Um, they don't even really understand the process over there, like of how a suit is made and what they need to change to make it fit. Um, and I just studied and studied and studied and learned what it was going to take. And after about 12 or 14 months of working for them, I realized that, uh, like I said, my vision was bigger. I, I, there was a better way to do it. I could deliver on a bigger scale. And, okay. Uh, now, now watch this. The views and opinions of this ad is not so much as... The, let me stop. <laughs> Do not start sending me hate mail men's warehouse, okay? Step up your game. Yeah. <laughs> Step up your game. So, <laughs> anyway. There's places for guys in the industry, I totally get it. And there's also guys that want something a little more. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, apparently you have not seen my pictures. Got it. Okay. So my kids don't have to forage. Got two jobs to pay a mortgage. And I've also got a brain. Life short. Talk is cheap. I'll be working while you sleep. Still don't think I've got a brain. You can try, I'll do it faster. I was born a multitasker. I was raised against the grain. I took two bullets in the chest, got three kids, I never rest. And I've also got a brain. You think a resume's enough? Who'll step up when things get tough? Don't you want that kind of brain? A degree is a degree, you're gonna want someone like me. But only if you have a brain. <laughs> I've been dressing this way since I was seven years old. Um, yeah, if it didn't have a collar, I wasn't wearing it. Um, okay, okay. Let's see. Oh, oh my God, you said in high school you kind of knew. What kind of child child were you? Child, child. I mean, were you that were you that focused child? Were you that wild child? What, what, how did how did high school turn you around to this point? What what built you to that point of high school? I'm trying to figure. Give me the person that turned into high school, so, Carlton. Here's kind of where it goes dark for a second. Okay, um, that's important. I, I, yeah, from from you know when I was born, my dad split before we even got off the hospital, and then I was pretty much abused by my mother for the first 15, 16 years of my life. I'm sorry. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. You know, and then I didn't really break free from like that control and that scenario until I got to high school. And so I've been a straight A student. Um, like in the summer, like, you know, you do book reports at school to get these free pizza things in the summer. My, my mother would I have like, heard of that. I've never gotten one, but I have heard of it. Yeah, she'd go to the library in the summer and bring home 100 books a week, and I had to write book reports every day in the summer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was it was, it was intense. And uh, so when I got to high school, I was like, oh, good, not doing homework. Um, I'm tired of that. And I just kind of, I goofed off, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I failed 
some classes my freshman year. I failed a whole lot of classes my second year and spent my third and the first half of my, my fourth year in high school, like, playing catch-up. Okay. And uh, grad- ended up graduating with, like, a 3.01 or something like respect. that. Respect. Respect. Yeah. Um, you know, I was, I was just a – some classes I'd have 100 in, you know, because it just came naturally. And then some classes I had just uh, to really – because it didn't interest me. I didn't like the teacher. And if, some, if I don't like the teacher, I'm out on the class already. I feel you. And then I got out of school and I, I had a job at the local mall as a pizza maker. So I was the guy twirling the dough in the air. Okay. Or from an old school Italian guy. And uh, he paid me in cash. You know what I mean? I was, had a lot of money, had a car, and I just wowed out for about a year and a half. Wow. All right. And, uh, All right. You know, and then the car business will kind of teach you that too when you get into it because some of those guys are wild. Um, and then I sold a car to a lady. It sounds like you've always had a knack for getting people to see your vision and buying whatever it is you're selling. Would that be accurate? I think you're close. I think it's, I don't have the ability to get them to see my vision. I have the ability to see their vision. Okay. And know what to put in front of them. Okay. Because I don't ever want to sell anybody anything. You know what I mean? If I have to sell you on it, just like Gary Vee said, we need to stop the conversation because you're going to have regrets later. It's not going to be a good experience. And if I I provide a garment of clothing to you and all it does is hang in the closet, then I fail. Whatever it is, you gotta want to pull that out the closet every day because you love it so much and wear it. Hence my jacket. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, okay. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. So let me just ask you, fashion sense wise, and fanatics, don't hate me. Is a jean jacket played? If you do it right, no. Okay. Okay. Be hot at any moment if it's worn the right way with the right accessories by the right person. Okay. 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 Yeah, we have a lot to discuss when we get off of air. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, let's take you on a different path for a moment. Okay. Okay. So we we, we discussed deep business. Tell me what we're doing for fun. My business. (laughs) Good answer. (laughs) It's an honest answer. I like it. I can feel that. It's not a job to me because I love what I do. Okay. I love, you know, I got, I tell people all the time that when I bring whatever it is I make for you and you go in the, you know, your bedroom or whatever room you go change in, you're going to come out walking different. Like, (laughs) you know, and that goes back to when I shopped at this warehouse one time when I was getting married in 2011 slash 12. I went into Men's Warehouse for a suit. I wasn't by any means a fat guy, but I wasn't exactly, you know, I was a little extra. And that was kind of before Slim Fit, like, had a, had a term. And uh, I just said, 
said, I don't like all that material in the bottom of the leg. I don't want that suit. I want one that's got a, a skinnier leg. He's like, well, that suit ain't for you. Wow. I said, what do you mean? He was like, buddy, this ain't for you. And he kept giving me these suits after suit to try on. I was like, dude, I don't want all that material down there in my ankle, man. I want something a little, you know, less. Like I said, slim fit was not a, really a word back then. Right. And, uh, he walks down the wall, right, goes to this random spot where he's on the suit wall, grips, pulls the suit out, and he's like, here, this is what you want, and it's $1,600. And I said, I can't afford that. I told you what I can't afford. He goes, well, it sounds like you got champagne taste. No, it sounds like you got a Volkswagen taste on a Ferrari budget. Wow. It taste on a Volkswagen budget. That's what, that's what you got. And he sounds like you need customer service classes. Yeah, he's been with a company for 20 years, over like 30 years. I'm amazed at how. And, uh, They pair me with him to get my first couple of suits because I get a couple of suits at a really good discount. He does the same type of stuff. Oh no! Does so like ten pounds of sausage in a in a two pound sack? Absolutely. And then as I worked there for for a year and some months, he does that to everybody. If he doesn't like you, he's going to shame you. And we got enough, you know, self acceptance. Absolutely, issues. absolutely. Got enough body. We have enough of that already that idiots like that helping you when you try to buy clothes. Speak on it, brother. Speak on it. Do right now? Said speak on that. Yeah, I mean, there's a better way to do it. Like, most men, the wild side of clothes, right? Because I remember working retail, we always merchandise for the wife because she buys the man's clothes. I mean, he always liked it, you know, for the for the majority. I know it's not like, everywhere, but a large portion, that's how it goes. And so then I started changing up how I merchandise stuff in the store to merchandise more to the man, because I want the man to stop. Because I want him to get what he wants, not what she wants him to have. Because she don't care how it fits in everywhere. She just cares that it looks okay. And, you know, there's a better way for men to shop. There's too many guys out here that, you know, the fact is, Guys, some guys are overweight, but hey, there's ways to wear clothes, right, that make you not look overweight. And wearing all these baggy extra things to cover it up is not the way to do it. The reason you don't know that is because nobody in the store knows how to fit you. All right, all right. We go. Fanatics, I told you guys when we started this, education was coming. I hope you got your pen and paper out. Ladies, we love you. We really, really do. But you have to understand, like my man just said, sometimes we want to do it ourselves. Okay, okay. So like we know what we're looking for in the fit of a pair of jeans. Like, okay. you know what I mean? A lot of guys, they love Levi's. One of the number one selling brands of jeans in the world. I, however, don't like it. The rise in the price is way too short for me. Okay. And it just, it's too, so like, I know that. Agreed.
Uh, testify, my brother, testify. You know, so, um, and but I tell you, anybody that's listening, FYI, I do also make custom clothes for women, so I don't want to exclude them, but anybody, like, I'm the guy that those, those secrets can be safe with because I'm going to tell you how to fix it. Okay. Nine times out of ten, I can look at what you're wearing, listen to the conversation, next thing you know, I'm telling you what your insecurity is, and I know that because I've been there. I've been a bigger guy. I've okay. God bless. I know what it's like. I yeah. know the struggle to figure God go through to buy clothes. Okay. And okay. it doesn't have to be that way. So I can use generally through 15 minutes or so of conversation, look at some of the wardrobe, look at how your clothes are, are fitting you now visually, and watch how you move within those clothes. And I can identify what you like and don't like about a fit. All right. All right. A hundred plus pounds. God bless. <laughs> Glowing up, living out aspirations They're all the second places But I don't live for praises I play this life like a game Let boys and stages Let me pull up phrases Down to a couple pages Watch this, watch this, watch this Tell me your favorite word. Favorite word? Yep. Oh, God. No, that's two words. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Passion. Okay. Okay. Tell me your least favorite word. That's your least favorite word? Yeah. Oh, explain this one, please. Well, it's like, you ever go, so here, here, here's kind of like a funny one, right? Uh, you know, your friend are looking to get some food one day, we go to uh, uh, a Popeye's, right? And, you know, because Bojangles is the one that serves biscuits all day. Popeye's doesn't. So we get to the drive through and uh, I order what I order, I order a sandwich. The guy with me, he goes, I want a chicken biscuit. And I said, sorry, sir, it's lunch, we're not serving biscuits. But they told him, no, you can't have what you want. He said, what do you mean? 
are you serving chicken patties on sandwiches right now? She said, yes. He said, do your combos come with biscuits? She said, yes. He said, all right, I want a damn chicken biscuit. So there's a way, right? He explained to her very quickly there was a way for him to get what he wanted that didn't make them have to do something, you know, ring up a wrong eye. Like, there's a way. Like, when people tell you no, 99% of the time, it's not that it's not possible. It's that they don't want to do it. Or they don't know how to do it. And they're too embarrassed to say they don't know how. Okay. I like that. Like, I believe in retail. Like, somebody, today's, in today's economy, got a consumer in front of you with money, and they trying to give it to you. Why the hell are you telling them no? Figure out a way to get them what they want, or figure out a way to get to a compromise. Don't just say no. Okay. Okay. I feel you on that. Alright, so there's always a way. There's always a way. Fanatics, you know we've said this over a hundred episodes. God bless. Thank you very much. Appreciate you guys. You got to go your own way. You got to find a way. One of the beautiful things about this show is that we find a way to get you the guests so that they can tell you the things that you already know, but in a way that might hit you just a little different. Our show is premised on everybody's story touches somebody else in another way, which is why we tell it. human beings and unfortunately because of the conditioning of whatever but we've lost the humanity like I have to I have to stop you right there my brother I don't think we've lost it I think what happens is we've become so numb to other things that we should not it's not loss it's sleep we need to wake it up well see human beings right we are a species that was you know created with the sole intent of working together right like there's so many differences between all of us everybody's you know contributions are needed i agree with that at the table i agree solo like species we weren't made to be you know we're not great whites we don't just swim by ourselves and eat everything in sight like we have to help each other every day. Okay. And we may have to help somebody that we don't like. Okay. You know, I had, uh, I did a lot of work with George Floyd's brother, right? Uh, and he came down here and we took him to some different neighborhoods and some of the, the you know, what he called the ghettos. Like, that's it. that's his terminology for it, so I don't want anybody to think don't, it's not me, but he calls them ghettos. He said, take me to the ghettos. So we go down there and he's talking to the folks and He's like, man, why are you beefing with the guy across the street in the other apartment? Just because he's got a different color on. Because one day you're going to have to fight a fight, but you're going to need that guy. But he ain't going to be there because you gunned him down because of the color he's wearing. Mm. You know what I mean? Just yeah. To break that analogy down a whole nother way. Like we're constantly, Tupac said it in his interview when he's talking about about um, Donald Trump. He's like, we're all gimme, 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 take, 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 push, push, push. Right, right. Like, there's going to come a day where no amount of money is going to get you out of the situation where you need the person that you just took from or pushed away. Agreed. Agreed. If the universe puts somebody in your path, it's for a reason. You are going to need them one day. I agree, because 
The universe put Mr. Price in my path so I can get my jacket. <laughs> you know, and, and sometimes we don't immediately know what it is. You know? And that, that's one of the things that I do like, though. I like not knowing. I don't want to know. It takes away the surprise. It takes away the thrill. I want to just enjoy the journey. And sometimes the journey is it. We get so focused on on the trees, we can't see the forest behind it. Sometimes people have brought your life not for any one major event, but it is the journey, the slow, slow cook, the slow burn. Nice. You know nice. what I mean? And we've got to make sure that we... Perfection is everything. And before we say that somebody else is or isn't anything... Like, hold up. Like, what am I? Am I looking at this from an honest place? Or do they look like somebody else? Or remind me. Like, you got to break it down and make sure you're giving somebody a fair shake when you analyze who they are as a person. Okay. Maybe they aren't the problem. Maybe you are. Mm, we've had that conversation before, Fanatics. We've had that conversation. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. And you know, both of you are the problem. But we've all got able at some point to be humble enough to say we were wrong. Mr. Or, Price is dropping truth bombs. You know, that's why we're here without a lot of the humanity that our race was intended to have. It's because everybody's too afraid to say they were wrong or that somebody else did it or said it better than they did. Okay. Okay. I like it. You're you know what? Your life didn't end right there when that person just beat you in that race. But what did you learn from that? It's going to make you win the next 25 races. All right. All right. We look at things through like a, the micro, right? The micro. Like Gary Vee said, the micro. When we need to be looking at the macro. Mmm. Big picture. I like it. Like one race. Yeah. Sure you wanted to win that. But what did you learn from that? It'll make you win the next 50. Nice. Nice. You know? It, it's we get so focused on the what if any little thing doesn't go our way the way we want it we throw little little fits. Okay, Mister Carlton, tell me about the book. About the book? Yeah. What book? The book that you're gonna write. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, yeah. I do my research, sir. <laughs> I know it's in you. abusive home life as did um, I so I do understand you you know and I'm telling you like because I remember sitting in the school with marks on my face my arms my legs begging for somebody to call somebody to help me but back then oh you ain't called defects if you call defect like like you know what I mean it, it just wasn't an option mm -hmm. so I got stuck in the office in some sweats and the secretary went to the Kmart and bought to cover up all the marks all over mm. You know, I was screaming for help. Nobody right. was. And that type of behavior has happened for so long, you know, because everything's genetic. So I'm sure I've passed part of that in some kind of like biology way down to my kids. We've got too many people out there. Robin Williams. Would you have ever known that man was depressed or even thought he was depressed? No. Absolutely not. There's too many people that are, that are hurting and just need an ear. Or some words, but we're too busy worrying about the us 
that we can't stop, genuinely stop for 10, 15, 20 minutes, an hour, because one of our human beings that we need in this in this journey is is obviously not okay. Okay, okay. That you... might be the person over there that was supposed to save your life later, move you out in front of a car, or, or you know, do something that saves you, but you didn't stop see if they were okay so now they're not there to save you so you end up losing the you know getting hit by the car whatever it is there's always cause and effect cause yep. and effect okay and okay I always think like this you know what i mean i didn't always like i have evolved so much as i've gone through because i made a lot of bad decisions man i'm not perfect and I'm we all taking, have i'm taking taken and i keep taking little tidbits here and there and and just trying to be the best human being I can be every day. Okay. I, I don't worry about starting a business and making $100 million. I just know that today, to survive, I, you know, I might need $100. Okay. Take care of today. If I do right by my, my customers, my clients, if I do right by everybody today, then I don't have to worry about karma slapping me tomorrow. Well, let me let me jump into that vein right there. You're talking yeah. about doing right every day. Let's let's uh, let's fast forward you, shall we? Yeah. Um, I never ask anyone their faith, but let me ask you this: at the end of your time, okay, when whatever your faith is, that's your personal business. I don't ever ask. Right. What do you want to hear at the very end? What do you want the, that person, that creator, to say? What's your personal message you want to hear? You're the first person in a hundred episodes that did not know. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, because like, I know that today there's still things that I, that I got to, to work on and to change, and um, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be told like you missed it or you failed. You know what I mean? Right. But, um. And sometimes I don't know, sometimes I don't know is a better answer than trying to come up with something. So I respect yeah, that. I know that I did it right. I know that I wasn't perfect. I know that I deserve some criticism. I just want to be told, yeah, so you know you messed up here. But you, you know, walk me through it. It can't be any one quick thing. Right. Like, okay. Okay. I need to be accountable for my wrongs, but recognized for my rights. I like that. I like that. Fanatics, y'all need to hashtag that one. Well, let me tell you how we do things, okay? Yeah. Well, first and foremost, I want to thank you for being such a flexible human being and taking the time for us. We know that you're a busy man and we know that your time is valuable. We do respect that and we do appreciate that. I want to thank you for showing people that there is another way. That is so, so important. And we stress that so much on this show. That is another way of doing things. Everything does not have to be in one set mode. So thank you for being an innovator on that. I want to thank you for the book that you're going to write. And I'm looking forward to my signed copy. I got you, my man. I want to thank you for the jacket that I'm going to be sporting all over. I already know. I already know. I can't wait. I can't wait. Let's do it. And from the bottom of my heart, I want to let you know that I am a fan. Man, I, I appreciate it. I, I, you know... 
I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, right, for, for allowing me the opportunity to have a platform to, to get a message out. Uh, too many times, and you know this, right, when we start these podcasts and we start businesses, we look for as many platforms as we can get. And sometimes we take on so many platforms, we don't use those platforms to their fullest extent. But yeah. I definitely appreciate you allowing me the opportunity to speak today and uh, and have the message that that men don't have to settle for no or it's close enough or it's just good enough. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Your heart, you pay for it. Like, I mean, you bled for it, you sweat for it, you put in the hours. You should get perfection when you give it to somebody. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity to be here. Thank you so, so much for being here. You are fan family now. And what that means is, anytime you have something to promote, we got you. Anytime you need to get a message out, we got you. Awesome, awesome. I need to get, you know, after this call, we'll link up and get some information from you because I'd like to share your podcast to, to my, my audience. Absolutely, absolutely. My staff will take care of all that, no problem. Yeah, I believe in the, what you're doing here. This is, this is, this is humanity. Thank you. We appreciate that. We appreciate yeah. that. You be blessed, my brother. You too, my man. And just that simple is what I'm talking about. Actually, it's not simple. He gave so many truths there that I think you ought to listen to this episode two, three times so that you can catch all the nuggets all the boulders of truth that he gave you. Fanatics, you guys know, love you dearly. Always here for you. Be blessed. So I gotta suit up, suit up, cause you ain't gonna let up, let up. Won't fall for the suit up, suit up. So I gotta suit up, suit up. Huh. I see them arrows.